Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. I am just excited that we get to continue our adoption series, and today is a really unique story, a very special story that I'm just elated to share with you. Because in our adoption stories, we have been sharing stories of. So far, we've shared uh, two stories of families who have completed the adoption process, one family that's starting again on their second adoption, this family is still in the process and they were so gracious and willing to take time uh, out of their busy schedules to talk with us about that process. We have joining us today, Grant and Sarah DeYoung, who are awaiting adoption with Lutheran Family Service. Grant, Sarah, welcome to the coffee. Hi, hour. welcome. Hello. So tell us about the DeYoung family prior to starting this adoption process. Just a little bit of history of the DeYoung family. My husband and I have been married for 16 years and we have five children already. Our oldest daughter is 14 and she was born with Down syndrome. And so before we started the adoption process, yeah, we are just a busy family with five kids and we felt that our family was complete and five kids is enough. And yeah, they were already keeping us hopping. So, so yeah, we have a 14 year old daughter, a 12 year old son, 11 year old daughter, seven year old son, and a three year old son. So what, what made you want to consider adoption then? It was a hundred percent God. Like I said, we felt that our family was complete. We are large enough and busy enough. And at the beginning of 2019, God really just started working on my heart. And it, it really came out of nowhere. I just started getting these feelings that this is what we were supposed to be doing. And I started praying about it before I went to Grant about it. And I had actually volunteered to take a video at... A, a special needs pageant Imagine. for girls, for yeah. special needs girls. Because of my daughter having Down syndrome, that was just something that I really connected with and wanted to do. And while I was there, I met a mom that has a biological daughter with Down syndrome. And they actually adopted three children, three more children with Down syndrome internationally. And I got the opportunity to talk to her and it just was more confirmation in my heart that this is what God is leading us to do. And so a few weeks went by and I finally got up the courage to talk to my husband about it. And that's really where it started. And we, we were both a bit overwhelmed. We <laughs> didn't know what God's plan was for us, but we did commit to each other that we were going to pray about it. We, we were going to pray about it. We weren't just going to respond in fear or, or selfishness that we were just going to pray about it and wait to see what God was going to open up and how he was going to lead us. Grant, what did you think when, when Sarah first came to you and said that 
she had been thinking about adoption, that this was something that was uh, on her mind a lot lately. And you are you had a, a happy full household. What 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 did you think when she shared that with you? Well, I mean, I'll be honest. You know, I mean, yeah, we have a real busy family, and you know, as far as I was concerned, you know, five was enough. You know, five was plenty. And so, yeah, I was kind of blindsided about it, but not totally surprised either. We had talked about adoption over the years, but you know, here we had you know five kids, and you know. Gavin was only a couple of years old at this point. So we just kind of, I just kind of figured we were done. And but she brought it to me and, and said, you know, I think we need to pray about this. And, you know, over weeks and some months of talking about it on and off and prayer and everything, then, you know, it, it became, you know, pretty clear that this was the path that we should take and that we should start pursuing this and see where God led, led us with it. So. And, and what did you know about the process of adoption at that point? <laughs> Almost nothing. <laughs> we, we knew nothing. We, I was, we were so overwhelmed because there, there is so much. There's so much to learn. And after I had approached Grant about it, and I should back up a little bit. I do need to say that very, from the very beginning, we knew that it should be a child with Down syndrome, not just not just adoption of a typical child. We knew that if we were going to do this, it was meant to be a child with Down syndrome, which made it even scarier because then you add the special needs and just a whole entirely different dimension. So after we had first talked about it, then I started diving into just research. I I started connecting with other parents that have adopted. And actually at the beginning, we were first looking at international adoption. We thought that God was leading us to go to the other side of the world and adopt a child out of an orphanage. We have heard some just heartbreaking stories about children over there. And we felt that that's where God was pulling us to. So I was talking to international agencies, asking questions. I just, you know, just weeks and months of of questions and research and getting familiar with the terms and what does this mean and and what are we supposed to do now and so it was it was months of learning and praying and we had confided in a few close family members and friends at that point that we don't know what God is up to but we really just need prayer and discernment and direction and peace in all of this so we did have that support from some people that we trusted um, that were alongside of us and praying for the whole process from, from, from right at the beginning. How did you end up getting connected with Lutheran Family Service then? So at the beginning of this year, so probably in January, we were really close to signing on with an international adoption agency. We had all the facts that we felt we needed, we were, we were ready to, to move forward. We were so close to signing our names and, and moving forward with international adoption. And God just really abruptly put a roadblock in front of us that we felt like, okay, I don't think this is fitting our family anymore. This isn't fitting what we thought international adoption was going to look like for us. And then we started looking at domestic adoption and kind of start, we, we didn't have to start completely over, but we did have to start over with some more 
different research because it is different if you're doing domestic adoption versus international. And honestly, I had I had a couple leads on some phone calls for agencies and because we had to stay within our state and they fell through. And I, I just had a random reference to Lutheran Family Services. I had never heard of them before. And I called them and told them our story, told them that we're specifically looking for a child with Down syndrome. And that's how that connection started. It, it was it was completely God and it was completely random. No, nothing that we did, you know, found us or, or led us to Lutheran Family Services. It was just, it was God directing every step. Tell us about that, that first face-to-face visit with Lutheran Family Service. And you, you said this was what, January, February. So this was about the time that things were getting a little chaotic in our country. Too. <laughs> that's, that's true. So it, I actually, it was first a phone call. I had just called to tell them that, hey, we're looking for an adoption agency and we're specifically looking to adopt a child with Down syndrome. And I was talking to an assistant at the agency and I just kind of told her our story a little bit. And the next day, the director had called me herself and she was very interested in, in our, in our adoption. And more specifically, she was incredibly interested in supporting us with Down syndrome adoption. It is something that they had never seen before. And they just, I mean, God moved in their hearts, you know, to really be supportive and encouraging in this specifically. Yeah, what impressed me was she basically called back with a plan. Like overnight, she had gone out of her way to talk to, you know, like her, I think she said board of directors. Or, you know, some of the directors, you know, some important people that may manage the rest of Lutheran Family Services. And she's like, this is what we want to do. Like, we have a plan. We want to create an initiative. We want to just kind of go all in. And that that impressed me immensely. So that, that yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that, that phone call that I had with Kim, we talked about what their plan was, what their idea was, not just to be our adoption agency, but to create a Down syndrome adoption program in their agency now and walking alongside of us and using the opportunity to promote. Yeah, there you go. Promote Down syndrome adoption and to really advocate for babies that are very vulnerable to abortion because I had told her that statistically 67% of unborn babies that are diagnosed with Down syndrome are aborted. And And that's only in the United States. And And so we are, you know, looking for a very vulnerable, a, a child that is very vulnerable to abortion. And they just, went above and beyond to be part of that and to promote and advocate for that. And yeah, so that phone call was just, it was just incredibly humbling. It was mind blowing. And at the end of the phone conversation, Kim said to me, Sarah, let's pray. And I already knew 
throughout the phone conversation that God was working in some huge ways. But for her to close all of that, you know, with me on the phone, a stranger, and um, said, you know, this is our plan. We still wouldn't want to bring this to the sovereign God. We still are putting this in God's hands and, and, lo- and looking for God's um, blessing on this. Wow. We have more to share in this story. <laughs> we have more to share in this story with the Young family about their adoption with Lutheran Family Service still in progress. And thanks be to God, it's 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 His good work. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golfa. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We're continuing our adoption series with friends from Lutheran Family Service in Iowa. The DeYoung family is joining us today, Grant and Sarah, sharing the, the, the story of their desire to adopt a child into their family. Uh, they're already a wonderful family of five children. Is that yes. right? Already? <laughs> and, and, and wanting to add more to this family, but something very unique about their adoption, seeking to adopt a child with Down syndrome, a very vulnerable child who uh, might be vulnerable to abortion in America today and, and so many other places in the world where children who are diagnosed with Down syndrome in the womb would be uh, risk of abortion, of being aborted. So Grant, Sarah, you, you had your first visit over the phone with, with Kim about this process and what you wanted to do that, that you were seeking to adopt a child with Down syndrome. That, that first visit over the phone concluded with a prayer. You knew that this was the, the, the route you wanted to go that really confirmed where you wanted to go or the organization you wanted to go with. What were the next steps after that? And this is at a time when, what, this is what, February, March? Or, or yeah. About the time that, that the coronavirus was starting to make its way into the United States in a big way. And, and things were, I'm sure, changing all across the country in terms of able to meet in person. How did that impact the process for you? What were your next steps and how were they impacted by this? So this was early enough that it hadn't, the whole lockdown stuff hadn't really started yet. So we were able to go down to Urbandale to meet with Kim and with her staff. That was, you know, that was fairly easy. We were there for, I don't even know, a good couple hours probably just, just talking and trying to get things figured out and letting them, you know, know what, what we were looking for and what our plan was. And, and then they presented what their, their plan or their initiative that they wanted to uh, basically build around, you know, our adoption or our adoption, you know, story in a way and kind of make us the, I don't know, I don't know if poster family is the right one, but 
you know, you know, just kind of the face of their initiative, and you know, as a, you know, as a as a way to put, you know, a, I don't know, personal touch to it, I guess, or you know, not not that that we ever want, you know, really sought out <clears throat> being the the picture of anything, you know, but we are more than willing, and you know, what you want to say, we want to advocate. And we've always wanted to do that. And they they just definitely gave us the opportunity to partner with us and with them and to do that. So where are you now in in this process of adoption? What are what are you where are you, where are you now in this in this process? Yeah, so we are home study ready and we have been since the beginning of July. And so right now we are just waiting. We are waiting for God to reveal our baby to us. So we've been waiting for four months. And we also are partnering with NDSAN, which is National Down Syndrome Adoption Network, and they come out of Ohio. And that is probably how we will most likely get connected with with our baby as they deal only with babies with Down Syndrome. So we're one of probably one out of 40 families that are on that family registry as well. And Lutheran Family Services will do do as much of the legal side of all of it as possible once we are matched. Now, you mentioned a home study ready. For those who have not looked at the adoption process before, what does that mean? What is the What do you know about the, the home study and, and things like that in this process? Yeah, so the home study is they look at our where we, where we are at financially, where we are at emotionally, and they do background checks, come to our house to make sure that it's a safe place. We create a profile book of our family explaining who we are, what we what our intentions are, what our what our goals are for raising this child. And it's it just it prepares us legally to be ready for to adopt and gets the information in order to be presented to a potential family that would like to choose us. How have you prepared your your house and your your kids? How have you all uh, been preparing to welcome a new child into the family? Well, we've been telling our kids about adoption for yeah for quite a few months, and they are so 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 excited. Our oldest daughter Cheyenne, who has Down syndrome, she just loves babies, and she cannot wait to add another baby to our family, her own baby that she can dote on. So there, so we talk about it all the time. It's something that we pray about all the time. I know the kids pray about it around the table for mealtime. And so often, you know, they say, we can't wait until we get baby number six. And we, we call it, we call the baby our clover baby, because I had read a cute poem talking about Down syndrome, that Down syndrome is not anything to be scared of. It's just like finding a four leaf clover, uh, that it's just like other babies. It's just like other three leaf clovers. But if you find a four-leaf clover, it's just extra special and extra lucky. And instead of uh, Down syndrome being something to be afraid of, it's something that we should be excited about and and rejoicing and celebrating. So now it's just the the process of of waiting and waiting. (laughs) How are are you doing with that waiting, the the, the steps of waiting? It's, It's hard. Yeah. It's hard, especially because we have had situations presented to us. The babies are there. We are just waiting for God to make it abundantly clear of, is this the right child or not? And with all the case, with all the potential 
placements that we've been presented with, and none of them have been the right baby. We don't know why. We're not sure why it's not the right baby yet, but we do believe that God's going to make it abundantly clear when his timing is on that and who that child is going to be. How would you describe your experience with Lutheran Family Service so far? Impressive. It's, <laughs> yeah, it, it's been, it's been incredible. We were just looking for just an agency, you know, just an agency. We need someone to do the legal stuff. That's just, that, that's just what you need. And when God connected us with Lutheran Family Services, what we found was, was more like a family. What we found is partnership and they were on the same page as we were with everything, you know, so we were so unified and we are just, even though our family is actually the one adopting, we know that we are unified with them and that they are supporting us and cheering for us just as loud as our, our family and just as loud as our friends, you know, they're coming alongside of us and just, they're, they're just, you know, part of our very intimate experience with, with going through all of this. In addition to Lutheran Family Service, you mentioned friends and family. Who are the, the, the important people who have supported you through this decision? Who's been supportive of this decision to adopt? We have some really great church family. We have a very small church, but there's a couple people that we confided in way, way at the beginning, way last year. And they have been endlessly encouraging and supportive, and they have been praying with us. They've been cheering alongside of us. And yeah, we, so aside from our family and our friends, definitely our church family. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Grant. Sarah, anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today, especially those who might be considering adoption or, or a, an adoption unique like yours, searching for a child that would be vulnerable, such as a child with Down syndrome? Anything you'd like to share with our listeners who might be considering this process for their family as well? I would say, so we did not know that our daughter Cheyenne was going to have Down syndrome when she was born. She was our first child. I was scared and I was 20 years old. and. God has enriched and blessed our lives on so many levels through her and through her having Down syndrome in greater ways than we could have ever imagined. And Down syndrome is not anything to be afraid of. There is something just incredible and unique and special about a person with Down syndrome that typical people just just don't have. She has changed us as people and changed our lives in incredible ways. And having a child with Down syndrome, instead of being afraid of it, and instead of just being run with fear and and thinking that, you know, this is different or, or this is, you know, not what we had planned, what it actually has been has been like winning the lottery. It is something that we wish that everyone had a chance to experience. And we are so thrilled and blessed to be able to add another child with Down syndrome, because that means we get to win the lottery twice. And the, <laughs> the ripple effect 
that she has had on everybody that she has come in contact with has just been beautiful. People that know her just are, are truly blessed by her and her presence and her beautiful, um, her beautiful heart and her very sim- simplistic way of, of living and, and looking at life. People are just blessed by her and she has been nothing but a miracle and a blessing and yeah she's changed our lives we would not be in this position at all if it wasn't for her right you've been listening to the coffee hour today with our guests grant and sarah de young awaiting an adoption with lutheran family service grant sarah thank you so much for sharing your beautiful story and your wonderful family with us today thanks for being our guest on the coffee hour thank you so much for having us thank you I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.